0: This particular recording uh, is coming at the end If you can follow that, not too difficult It is Father's Day, 2015 So this will be June 21st I also believe the first day of summer And National Aboriginal Day And any number of things It was also a day I went to church <sighs> So, I've already come up with the title for this particular episode And it's called A Fork in the Road Fork in the road, yeah, singular, I wouldn't say fork in the roads. Forks in the road, a fork in the road. And I'm saying that because it occurred to me, I, I make notes during the sermon, I'll listen to what they're saying, what they're reading, what I'm feeling, how I'm reacting, what thoughts run through my mind, and I'll always carry a pen and paper and scribble it down to reflect on later um sometimes we have a little bit of homework on the third Sunday Greta does something a little different and has puts out questions and then just asks for people from the audience today's was interesting it was what is the self and of course you know that's a question I uh, try and answer all the time on this podcast so that was very interesting I was the first to offer to speak up on that I sort of said it was a moving target always changes it's really dependent on the situation we're in and uh we can let go of the past. And a new self emerges with every act in every present moment. And I, I still I hang on to that. But other people had wonderful things to add to that. And it was in relation to others and so on. It was a good exercise. And again, what makes this church very special? And another note I put down was that this is less like a church in the, in the traditional sense. In fact, it's not at all. And much more like a university seminar. And that's really how I see it. And and I'm I'm driving that point home, or I want to, because I think people just, you hear a word and you associate something with it. And everybody has their own image of what a church is. Church, in this case, just happens to be the building. It is a very wonderful congregation. I, I finally, today, I felt I really belonged. I felt really welcomed from the beginning I, I mean I've come to quite a few You've heard about most of them uh, On this podcast um, I just really like the people And today I was, I was honored I was asked to be part of another group And uh, I raised the issue that I have a an online presence to some degree And not everybody is going to agree With my views on marijuana uh, My opinion of lawyers and any number of other things that I've, I've struggled with. And especially if they went into the back catalogue of Dixon and Janes, they would hear me spewing, I guess would sound like hatred. Well, it was hatred, and I felt justifiably so for ISIS and, and groups who think like that. But still, uh, you could easily pull out pieces of audio from anything I've recorded over the past 10 years and uh, make me into a very unpleasant character if you wanted And I needed people to know that. And the other thing I needed to get clear, and I told this to Scott, Greta's husband, and our pianist and composer, is that I need to be my full self in this church. In other words, there has to be room for the Scarborough dude. Or this is just not real. If I have to go every Sunday when I go and only be Ken and and park the rest of me then there's something wrong and I don't feel that If, if if that happens it's because I'm imposing it on myself it's not the church doing that to me they they welcome individuals and diverse opinions Scott's only things that all I ask for is respectful conversation you know you can have very different opinions but rather than you know shouting each other down that's not welcome and he said in the same way we will not allow somebody to get up there and and you know state that God is here and is fixing everything because, you know, unless that's clear that that's your opinion but not, don't get up there and state that as fact which is interesting too so the issue, and why I call it the fork in the road is that if anybody's listening to this who may be connected to that church and I know a couple of people have picked up on it Uh, not much, I don't think, but if somebody happened to um, I want to warn you right now, you're going to hear swear, and you're going to hear me use the word, God damn it! Because very often this is how I express myself and it's comfortable for me and if it's not comfortable for you I, I want to tell people right now at this fork in the road best to stop listening this really may not be for you because I'm not going to change I am going to be myself and and it's the same on this podcast I think I've I've held myself back purposefully trying to You know, uh, put something out there that I I thought would not offend anybody, and in the end, I've just offended myself, because that's just not real. So if it seems more and more like this is turning to Dixon James with the Scarborough dudes, so be it. It's still Ken, but Ken is a a multitude of selves, and uh, Ken wants to feel free enough to say things in his own way uh, without any need or feeling of a need to pull back or censor myself okay that just ain't gonna happen so that's why this is the fork so part of of one voice said well what you could do is two podcasts just do one podcast based on what you learned in church or what you shared or what you got out of it or what you understood keep that separate and then go back and do the other podcast of everything else um, and I felt that for me, all of five minutes, that seemed a good idea, and then afterwards, and then why would I do that? Because this gets right back to, oh, so you mean I have to divide myself, and there'll be a church self and another self. And I, the whole reason I'm doing this, and why I start, one of the reasons I started a new podcast under the name of Ken, is to express myself fully, honestly, openly, in all situations. So, that's an end to that and I guess the fork in the road is is I've already made my decision which road I'm going down and that's the road that allows me to express myself in any manner and talk about anything I choose to the fork is for you, the listener to decide right now, at this point and this is why I'm doing this recording and putting this at the beginning rather than at the end uh, so that you can decide oh, alright, well that's really not my cup of tea alright, uh, what have I got? Notes here. Why baby Sally again? And I, again, I'm putting at Dixon Jane's, these characters, Dick and Jane, from the readers. I still see them as having more of their identity in the 50s. And Sally emerged in the 60s, or was shaped by, influenced by the 60s. And... While I'm calling myself Baby Sally, I think this applies to any number of people my age who were introduced to, you know, pot in their late teens or early 20s, whatever, university days, who, who grew up at a time of the anti-Vietnam War movement and who had very divergent views from those of their parents and, and were definitely far less conservative than the world we grew up in, okay? Um, So here I am I've pulled a paper out of my pocket To see if I've left anything out Understanding if I can't be me here Meaning in this church And with these people Something is very wrong Um, Just be honest Be who you are Um, I'll repeat that point I don't know if I did earlier But that was the advice I gave to my son I just sent him a, a text While I was on this tour in Quebec And it was Yeah be who you are, and I think that's wonderful. I think it's fatherly advice. I, I would like to practice that myself. I'm glad I shared it with them uh, it, It's sort of, I suppose, connected to the be here now, but this is more about your identity as a as an individual, as a unique person. Be yourself. It's just another be be yourself. And and sometimes we we can't find that self. We don't know. Who we are, and we have to keep searching and keep digging. And of course, it it keeps changing. That's why I said it's a moving target. You can't sort of pin yourself down. You're going to be different in each each encounter with other people in each situation. But still, I think there's a sense of of, of growth of some kind of an identity. Maybe we, maybe it's easier to do it negatively. We know who we're not. Don't be who you're not. You know, be yourself. Be natural. So. That's it for the notes. Yeah, good. Then this won't have to be as long. I thought I was going to have to be sitting here reading for forever. The scribbles I put down during the service. I've got one more page here. What have I got here? Ah, uh, when we were talking about the self, uh, when Greta was talking about the self, she mentioned three selves. There was the respond responder, the participant. And the influencer. And I love that description. It's really nice, these three selves. So, in many situations, we are just responders. We, we hear something and we, we, we take it in. We can't really do anything about it. Uh, and an example somebody gave was the evening news. We watch it, we hear it, we feel saddened by it or angered by it. There's really nothing we can do to change those events. I can't take away all the guns that are being used to kill innocent people in America. Uh, We are just responders. We just boom. We see it. We feel something. The participant actually engages and and interacts. And this got into a very interesting discussion. Because uh, Scott took the words out of my mouth. I was just about to raise my hand and talk about... When you're a participant, sometimes you hear things that you disagree with, but you let it go. You don't really want to make an issue of it. Uh, we, we, I, after the service, I sat down with Scott and uh, talked about that with him. And, and the issue is, uh, we agreed you have to choose your battles carefully, choose your own battles. And sometimes we just have to ignore what we hear, even though we disagree, even if we think it's wrong. It's not a good thing to do, but some we cannot... Fight every single battle or challenge everything everybody says. Sometimes you just have to let it go. Uh, His example was just laughing at an inappropriate joke or letting a racist remark go by. You'd go crazy if you had to call everybody on everything. And uh, soon people wouldn't listen to you anymore. So uh, that's good. Ooh, a little, little wind coming up, but we're okay here. And the last one was being an influencer. When you actually use your, yourself, your powers, your opinions, your views, and express yourself clearly enough that you actually want to maybe change other people's thinking. And I think my dream, my goal, uh, my purpose is to be an influencer via this podcast. I want people to listen to these words. I want people to understand, hey, I can be open and honest and it's okay and I, I should explore maybe these areas of myself that I've kept hidden. I hope to some degree. I, th- I think I have succeeded to some degree. I'll give an example of the book uh, The Artist Way. I'm the only one, well, not the only one, but I didn't finish it. I only got up to chapter 9. I may come back to it someday, but I'm very glad to know that other people thought, wow, I know that's a good book. I think I'll read it. Jason would be a perfect example of somebody who read it, went through it, did a podcast about it. And I like to think yeah, in some way I, uh, I I put that out there, that idea, planted that seed, uh, recommending this book and that others give it a try. Uh, and, of course, he went on from there, and it, it influenced him, and that's wonderful. Um, there was something else, but it just slipped my mind uh, So maybe that's it, maybe this is enough of an introduction I'm sitting here, by the way, I always like to give you the time of day It's uh, just after church, it's 1 o'clock 1.30 now And I'm back in Morningside Park And I've got my little folding chair out of the trunk And I'm sitting under a tree <sighs> And I don't know what kind of tree it is It's got almost like maples, but it's not I, It's not an oak tree Oh, it's big. It's a wonderful, wonderful tree. Heavy, thick pieces of bark. Oh, I just couldn't tell you, to my shame. And all I'm looking at, all the view in front of me, basically, and behind, is trees. It's a wonderful park. Just off Morningside, you drive up Morningside, uh, and just before Shepherd, or just past Shepherd if you're heading south, you turn in. And it's huge, and it's wonderful. So, Morningside Park, on a beautiful, sunny Sunday, I'm going to go home, I'm, uh, going to treat myself. It's Father's Day. Hey, I can treat myself. Uh, I've only got one beer in the fridge. Hmm, that might be a problem. I might have to go out again. I do have wine. We're all going to have steak tonight. My wife has to work. My dear wife, my wonderful, lovely wife, who's been so kind and so good to me, and, uh, who I owe so much to in terms of being a positive influence on my life. Even when I get annoyed and I grumble and she tells me something which I know is for my own good and yeah, all right, later, you know, and all the little things that I should perhaps fix around the house. Yeah, okay, I got it, but not now, not now, later. No. Uh, oh, God, I'm an old grump and uh, she puts up with it. Anyway, and uh, my young son, still at home, my young son, 23, not so young, Oh, and my wonderful cat. Kitty cat, kitty cat. How I love thee. So, oh, I'm smelling barbecues and so on. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll just pick up something to eat. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've uh, stayed with me, maybe I'll, who knows, if I had a PS at the end of this. But we're going backwards in time as I end this clip, put in a song to splice the two pieces. You'll hear me talking yesterday, Saturday, about... Uh, an intro, this fam tour, and then you'll hear me from Thursday night at a very low point, grumbling away. So it's going to end probably on that miserable rant about growing old and infirm. <laughs> all right, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, all those of you who have listened thus far. Um, I just I feel good about a lot of things. Physically, not so good, but boy, mentally, spiritually, personally. I'm feeling very good and very strong and uh, happy to be alive. And, and I feel I have just so much more ahead of me to to uh, to go through. Bye for now.
1: Road tripping with my toothache. steal away let's go get lost anywhere in the usa let's go get lost let's go get lost blue you yes, sit so pretty west of the one sparkle light with yellow icing just a mirror for the sun just a mirror for the sun Staying high and drives more trouble than it's worth in the sun Just a mirror for the sun Just a mirror for the sun These smiling eyes are just a mirror for Time to linger on. We three humpbacked Doris got our snake finger on. Now let us drink the stars. It's time to steal away. Let's go get lost right here in the USA. Let's go get lost. Let's go get lost. Blue you sit so pretty west of the. With yellow I sing Just a mirror for the sun Just a mirror for the sun Just a mirror for the sun
0: Saturday, June 20th uh, Almost 6pm I gotta get home soon I wanna barbecue some steaks tonight and That always gives me an excuse to crack open a bottle of red Which is really what I want I've done nothing today but read I'm in pain And uh, I don't wanna go on about that too much Because man, oh man, oh man It's one of my complaints about old people They just talk about their bloody bodies so, i got a, but I got a few things i got to get out of the way first, okay? Uh, the pain, I hope, is arthritis-related, because I've just bought a bottle of... Oh, acetaminophen, uh, uh, sorry. Arthritis pain. Oh, you know, and there's the phone, so... Uh, hang on, eh? Mush-mush. Hi, hey, Mush-mushy. Moshi moshi. Hello. Hi hi. Yeah, moshi moshi.
1: Onegai ga arimasu.
0: Nande shoka? Ano ne. Um. If
1: you don't mind. Hi. I feel like
0: a jerk chicken and a steak tomorrow instead. Iyo. Howですか. Iyo. Ano nangi jerk chicken and あの a doubles doubles, no please. Yeah, I get doubles and maybe uh, two jerk two, two jerk chicken dinners. Sounds really good to me. Ah, yeah.
1: Excuse me, Take more
0: time. i uh, okay. Well, that takes care of uh, the steak. Hope you got all that. I got my marching orders, and uh, I kind of like that. So, where are we? We're not having steak tonight, we're having it tomorrow. And we're going to have jerk chicken tonight. All right. Now, I'm bitching about my medication, and it's this getting old thing. Now, i, I got to warn you, later on in this podcast, after this is... I'm, I'm going out of sync here. This is Baby Sally, by the way, number uh 14. I recorded a clip in the middle of the tour I'm about to uh, talk to you about. And it's kind of depressing, but I think it's important. And I decided I'll keep that, but I'll give an introduction. And this is the introduction. I went on a three-day FAM tour. And I guess FAM is short for familiarization uh, of the Utowe region. And this is the area on the other side of the Ottawa River. I may have already mentioned all that, so I'm not going to go into it. But it was absolutely wonderful. And I'll tell you why it was great, because it was a mix of people. There were 16 of us in total from different backgrounds, certainly every representing different companies, but different backgrounds. And the wonderful thing about it was half French, half English. The French people, all of them, much to their credit, all spoke English. Every place we visited... The staff were absolutely perfectly fluent, one to the other, and that, that's, I guess, more typical of the Utaway, and um, it was just a great feeling. And as you know, I come from Montreal, and even though I don't parlez-vous français, I, I deliberately said that poorly, I—I my French is not good, I learned to swear, that was all. I love hearing French, and I love hearing people talk, and, you know, if I concentrate, I can follow a conversation. But it was just nice, this mix of people and backgrounds, and we, we all got together. Two trains met in Ottawa, one coming from Montreal, Quebec, one coming from Toronto. And you arrive at the station, you huddle together in a group, and two people greet you from the FAM tour, Caroline and uh, Frederick, and they were great people. They were just amazing. Carolyn, I, it's just one of those happy people who could just spontaneously jump up, dance, make you laugh, always seemed happy. I, I I just adored her. She really, really was great. Something special that not everybody could do, but, you know, was competent to do the job on top of that. And Frederick was a real man. He had some depth to him, an interesting background. Uh, he didn't, he wouldn't mind me sharing because we talked about it. A, um, Gosh, a father, was it, from Burundi, maybe? And a mother, how oh could I already forget? A mother from Europe. <laughs> uh, Belgium, of course. So he spoke uh, three languages. He was a real, a fine man. And somebody I really uh, appreciated getting to know. And the others, it sort of came together. You know, when you first meet, you know, it's like any group. Like, oh, okay, who are you? And you sort of check people out and you wonder who, who to avoid, who to... You know, move closer to Who do you really want to talk to and who don't you But by the end of the three days It was just a wonderful bonding time Everybody wanted to share already There's six new friends on Facebook And a little fam group Facebook page started And uh, just lots of fun in exchange So the piece you'll hear from me is, is me Just bitching about, oh, my body, my aching body. And today wasn't much better. Like, I I got home, and by the end of the tour, we were up at Camp Fortune. We had to walk up a hill to where people were going to dive off a platform onto a great big inflated cushion. And uh, I couldn't do it. I thought, oh, it's just going to wreck my body entirely. So, bam, that was out. I couldn't even walk back down the hill. You know, they offered me a ride. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, my leg, my left leg, for some reason, for a week now, is just constant, 24-7 aching. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I what the hell is this? So I've decided today it's got to be just arthritis, which I know I have, and uh, and probably osteoarthritis, and, and a nasty one, and hey, going to live with it. But th- the point is, it depresses you because you can think, what's ahead then? Am I, am I going to lose mobility? Am I going to be... One of these dreaded people I can't... Forced to get into a wheelchair. Not something I want to do. No offense against anybody else who is out there. And uh, that's your best way of getting around. Good. Happy you're mobile. But uh, that's not something I want to deal with. And I'm not old. Like I'm beginning to... I'm feeling like I'm fucking 90 years old. Oh, there's another point. I started swearing. And up until just very recently, I wasn't doing any swearing on this podcast. It was just a point I'd made in the beginning. This was going to be new. This was going to be the baby Sally. You know, this was going to be appeal to a different crowd. And uh, it's just gradually, I won't say gone downhill. It's probably gradually got better. But being better for me means I got to swear. I have to loosen up, I have to be free enough. It's also gotten longer. I'm almost at the point of Dixon Jane's length. and in the beginning for the first eight episodes, maybe seven or eight, I didn't have any music and now, bam, we're getting up to two, three songs. So this particular podcast or this this new podcast of mine is becoming very much uh, in the fashion of Dixon Janes, and that's not a bad thing. It's just gonna have a different name. It's Baby Sally. Okay, I'm at the cemetery and people have just arrived, so uh, I should have at least a little bit of respect and not shout out swear words while they bring in their flowers for a departed loved one. It's kind of a nice thing to see, actually. Uh, I don't have anybody to visit. Uh, my parents' graveyard are, you know, actually it's a wall with their um, remains cremated remains in the wall there's really nothing you can do there that's what they wanted i don't know what i'll have i'd like to be a tree actually but uh, hopefully not for a while yet anyway what was it i wanted to put in this forward uh tell me about how great this trip was. so first of all i mean i, I learned a lot about quebec uh the utah region we stayed at this chateau Montebello, bello which is just out of this world oh my god It would be nice to be rich, where you never even had to think about checking into places like that. That's just where you stayed. You stayed in top places. I I always down, you know, I always downplay it because I know I'm never going to be rich. I don't buy lottery tickets and I don't work, so that's out for me. But every once in a while, when I'm exposed to it, I think, Oh yeah, I could handle that. You know, I could, I could handle that. The nice clothes, the nice car, the special hotels, the gourmet meals all the time. We ate really well, again, at the Chateau Montebello. The food was unbelievably good. I mean, really, really topish. I had bison for the first time. It was excellent. Uh, so that was wonderful. Uh, Camp Omega, where you see these wild animals. Uh, you know, some behind the electric fences. You know, the wolves, of course. Uh, so the poor deer have a chance to eat the carrots. You feed them from the open bus. Uh, but buffalo, everything else. It, it, was, it was very, very cool. And I know my students would just love an opportunity to see these kind of animals up close. It was, it was well done. It was better than a zoo. I mean, it wasn't the same as a zoo. It was just, hey, you want to feed carrots to the wild animals? This is the place you come to. Um, but perhaps the best thing was about the last thing. Just before the Chelsea pub, which had, again, good food, good local made beer. Uh, and not so good was the uh, casino in uh, what used to be Hull uh, Even though they've put millions, 50 million dollars into revamping it or, or more It's just, hey, it's another casino full of slot machines Although, two of our group managed to make money That was good, just playing backgammon I mean, not backgammon, sorry uh, Roulette Anyway, the best thing of all And the thing I was most in need of and most ready for Was the Nordique Spa now, this was world-class. I have never been to a place like this before. I've been to hot springs in Japan, which are, you know, same idea. You're soaking in a real hot bath and or a series of baths. Uh, best, the ones where you're outside under the moonlight. Uh, those are fantastic. But this place was just, you could go from room to room. We started off in, like, this Epsom salt bath where you just float. You can't sink. You lie on your back. And you float. You're supposed to put a little headrest. I didn't realize that because I couldn't see. Uh, And your ears are below the water level, just below. And you're hearing the music through the water. It's lovely. And you just float. And it's just like an out-of-body experience. And then a whole series of outdoor pools to sit in, indoor saunas of all types with different aromas and so on. Oh, man, we only had two hours, but every minute of that was... Joy. Now, the thing that I did, which was almost, I mean, you know, it just, oh, I want to do it again. I want to do it every day. Walked up to the steam baths. They had two. One was orange smell, and I started off with that just to try it. Okay, orange would be nice. But the other one was eucalyptus. Now, the steam bath, you walk in and you can't see. It's thick with steam, and it's hot. And you're sitting as you do in a sauna on these wooden platforms or wooden benches. You don't even know how many people are in there because you can't see anything. They give you, you know, a changing room and a beautiful big white robe and towel. And you bring your own little slippers as you wander from place to place. But you get in there and you got your bathing suit on. And you just soak in that heat. Oh, my God. And then... You step outside, and right outside the door, there's a double waterfall coming down. And we're all in nature. It's surrounded by absolutely beautiful trees blowing in the wind against a blue sky. Oh, and you step into this pond, and right under the cold water coming into the falls after it. And you just feel so alive. Oh honestly it was just heaven 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 and then from there back down into another hot bath just sit quietly and soak look up at the sun tilt your head back and then some of our group said you know i think it's time to go and I knew I had to do the the steam bath and the cold water once more, and I ran back up there. Well, it didn't run. You, nobody runs here. Back up, one more soak, under the cold water, just arms outstretched. Oh. That was... That was heaven. It really was. They did a nice lunch and stuff to do, and finally get us onto the train. And train, of course, you're going first class, so it's... All the booze you could drink. I didn't want a whole lot because I had gone out the night before. I actually, did too. I should put this in there. I did go to the casino. We didn't get there till midnight. Now I was tired. Have been tired, but because I chickened out on the rafting. Now did I tell you? Well, I didn't tell you. On the rafting, two rafts go out, eight people in each. One of them did flip right in the rapids. These young ladies from well Chinese origin. Uh, from montreal tour company went down and under now you're wearing a wet suit and a helmet and flotation device but wow they were scared like whoa we're in the water in in rapids you know bobbing up and down and of course they were all rescued and it's all part of the experience and everybody laughs afterwards and says wow that was fun that was exciting But I would not have handled that too well. and Had I been in the raft that flipped, and the odds are (laughs) 50-50, I would not have been happy. I would not have enjoyed that experience. And uh, so I, I do not regret not going. Furthermore, I stayed behind and talked to the mayor of this little island, and she was a real character. I love it when old ladies use the fuck word. Uh, and she she was a character with lots of stories, and then heard a wonderful story from, of course, the uh, one of the two owners, who were a very interesting couple, about uh, a, a little piece of history about a, a coureur de bois or a French man from. Uh, it happened in in the seventeen hundreds, I think. Uh, he was with some Algonquin. He had an Algonquin wife, and they were attacked by Iroquois. And the only way out from where they were on this little island was to, you know, put their birch park canoes and go over the rapids, which would destroy the canoes. And uh, he stayed behind to give them more time. He and one other Algonquin stayed behind. Both of them were, uh, died from wounds. Um, but in his case, he buried himself. And there was a, uh, he managed somehow... <laughs> on his deathbed buried under leaves and things so the uh, Iroquois could not find him to write a um his story and it was it survived the time it was Jean Cadieu Jean Cadieu and it was sort of like the last words and testament of Jean Cadieu telling this story and of course the, the legend goes that uh, his guardian angel his spirit Guided the uh, other Algonquins in their rafts safely over the rapids, and they got away. And then people came back, found his where he was buried. He was still alive, I guess, when they found him. There was a cross. The cross is on this property, and uh, it, it's just a neat story. And it was a, it was a, a piece of Canadian history. And you're talking about you know, different tribes and and the French and the Cours de Bois and probably mixed blood people and ah. Uh, So that's what I stayed behind and listened to and talked about. So I have no regrets in the end about not going and everything else on the tour is fantastic. My God, this has been a a wordy introduction. I guess final point on the train on the way back over some beer. Um, I connected with uh, other people. There there was a real mix of people. Uh, I don't need to give all their names. I doubt that any of them would listen to. But if they ever happened to, hello, Justin. Hello, John. Uh, two younger guys, and as you know, I just prefer the company of younger people because they got more to offer. And I hate to think it's also because I get to tell my stories and show how cool I am. And uh, that would be embarrassing if it's true, but I uh, I have the feeling it's true. And uh, I, you know, hey, it's just me reminding myself of how blessed I am to have been born in Montreal in 1948 and have lived through Expo and and had the wonderful. Life I've had right up to now with the shitty aches and pains, but mind you, I just took one of these little pills, and although I'm just sitting, I can't really tell. But it's got to the point where I couldn't even walk. Anyway, new friends, new people, great time, a wonderful, wonderful three-day adventure out of the blue that I'm just so grateful for. I mean, it was a real lift. I guess the final point is it reminding me again that hey. I do have a company. I am a travel agent. You don't hear about it on the podcast. It's just me, Scarborough dude, smoking weed, going to the only, drinking beer, telling a few old stories. But in fact, you know, I do talk about my Kamajo tour, but I do have a business to run. And seeing the places, and in particular the Montebello and the spa, reminded me again how much fun it would be to actually run a tour for Japanese teachers. A high-end tour. They could afford it and take them to these great places. And, of course, I'd be along for the ride as the guide. And uh, that would just be absolutely wonderful. So uh, it's, it's an idea that I've sat on for years now. And just being amongst all these other people, all eager to get their own companies going. I was the only one representing Japan. Others represented China, India, uh, all over the place. Uh, I could do this. Like, I really could do this. And and part of me is saying, no, wind down your business. It's time to stop. Another part is saying, man, oh, man, why, why don't you? Why are you giving up now? Why are you sort of shutting down everything? Why don't you just give it a shot and um, do it? Now, I'm going to leave that question hanging because another voice will say, Dan, you're just tired. You don't want to work. Another voice says, take that money. you got 30000 sitting in a GIC in that company. Spend it. Another voice says, no, man. Invest it. Play with it. Put it in, you know, I don't know, play the stock market. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, those are just little things I going to leave dangling there like low-hanging fruit for you to pick. Uh, I'll come back when I'm done. This was just the introduction to this episode. You'll hear me whining, whining, whining after this. Warning, 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 whining, warning, whining. And uh, I'm going to give you some good music, too. And then we'll uh, wrap this whole thing up on another day. All right. got to go get some jerk chicken. So, uh, boys and girls, listeners, take care, and uh, I'll be back. for now.
2: I'm gonna be leaving I'm gonna be leaving soon This I know I'm gonna be leaving soon Where the water tastes like moonshine Leaving soon This I know Don't you miss me then Don't you miss me when I go Don't you miss me then Just sleep my lady friend And wait till I come home I ain't gonna fear no pain I ain't gonna fear no pain anymore I ain't gonna fear no pain Ain't nothing worth that strain I'm gonna walk in the hands of the Lord God won't do me wrong God won't do me wrong This I know God won't do me wrong My steps became so strong Now I know
0: Uh, you recognize that sound? It's the sound of uh, rain coming down on a tent. Now listen, I need to podcast probably more than I need you to listen, but uh, <laughs> if you're listening, you're listening. It's, uh, oh, I don't even know what day, Thursday. And I'm in uh, a very wonderful place in uh, Quebec, La Belle Province. I'm here on a three-day tour. These are when they take tour operators, which I sort of qualify as, and take them around to show them tourist destinations. Uh, in this case, it's the whole Otaway region. This is on the other side of uh, the Ottawa River, Quebec side. And uh, it's been fabulous. I mean, really good meals, fantastic. Chateau Montebello, just unbelievable uh, building that we stayed in, hotel, we're going to a casino area tonight but right now, the group I'm with, of the 16 sort of tour travel agents 11 10 of them plus the two guides are rafting uh, down the Ottawa River right now, and I'm not and that's why I've got to talk, because it's it's, uh, eating at me, and it was I was planning on going it was a nice day all along. They said, hey, we're going to take the easy route, not too much, just a little bit where the rapids are, we have to paddle. And, and oh God, it's painful just telling the story. It's telling the story from a position of, no, I didn't go. And uh, I'm talking to you, or I'm talking to myself, basically. To get rid of this shitty, awful, goddamn feeling of you, fucking asshole. Why didn't you go? I knew, you know, when, when there's a battle of the voices, and the one voice said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go. It'll be fun. It'll be fun," you know. And uh, I like the people. You have to do a little paddling, but you know, man, my right leg, not left leg. It has been bothering me for four days straight. Like, really bothering me to interfere with sleep. I don't know why or what. Right away you think, oh my god, i got bone cancer or whatever. You know, these shitty dark feelings you get when things aren't right. So that's been bothering me on top of the back. And then, you know, today we're an hour or more in a little paddle boat. So I exerted myself. I've gone way past my 6,000, probably up to about 9,000 steps for the day. I've done a lot. <clears throat> but still... They assured me, hey, it's not going to be too rough. It's going to you know, a couple of hours out in the river. And then it just started to piss rain. I thought, okay. And then they said, okay, well, come on now. we got to get our wetsuits on. I thought, oh, fuck. We're not talking just a little calm paddle here. We're going to get wetsuits. Don't bring anything that, you know, might get ruined if we're in the water. I thought, Shit, I don't want to do that. I can't swim anyway. Thought, don't worry. We're going to have life preservers. So i'm I'm going I'm convinced i'm going yeah yeah okay it's it's going to be good its it's going to be good, you know, and I won't have to do it too hard and the owner of the place is this is the chance, you know, and the the bus driver said, Hey, this is your time, you will love it, and I knew that I knew that I knew that, and then just before we go, they hand us a form acknowledgement and assumption of risk, and you fill out okay, liability waivers in case of emergency. So yeah, okay, 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 yeah, you check all that up. And then you turn it over and then there's a health profile. How old are you? Well, alright, I'm the oldest one here, sixty seven, okay. Are you pregnant? No. Are you taking medications? If yes, specify medications and treatment doses. Oh shit, alright. Well, yeah, all right. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood thinner. Yeah, well that's not so bad. Do you have physical, emotional, and behavioral problems that could limit your participation in your choice of activity? Well, Not really, you know, I don't want to get hurt, but no, 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 that's not a problem. Respiratory, no. Cardiac problems. Oh, shit. All right, well, two months ago, I owned up. I had a little stroke, and, you know, I've since seen cardiac specialists, and I've got another appointment, and and there's nothing wrong, you know, it was a very minor, you know, maybe my balance is a little off, but, uh, you know, okay, yeah, but... Not really. Vision no. Hearing no. Dizziness, well, you know, if you if you hear the story that Tom and Sheen might tell about the fog lounge, you'll know about that. I won't go any further. Arthritis or bone or joint problems. Yes, yes, yes. All of those. Okay, there's another X. Fuck. I'm to three X's so far. Fear of water. Well, yeah, still. So When I made those check marks... It's not an excuse, but it was the turning point. Like, suddenly I was okay, Ken, you get out there. You're committed for the two hours. You can't come back. You don't want to fuck this up for everybody else. And then the rain was there, and I thought, you know... I'm in a nice cabin overlooking the Ottawa River. Gotta be nice just to stay here. I'm thinking I'm going to be the only one. You know... You just stay behind. You, you, can, you know, you love time alone. You don't want always want to be with a group. You had to be fun. People say, oh, you can do it another time. Eh, not likely. But the point was, is this the tipping point? Is this my not going? Does this mean it's continually heading in this direction? There's going to be less and less things, adventures, challenges that I'm going to take on in my life that this is just like right here right tonight not going on something I really wanted to go on because of some, oh shit, what if something happened what if I did such a panic what if my heart starts thumping what if, what if, what if and I didn't, and I'm afraid this, this is like a point of no return you can't go back, oh well next time I'll do it no, there won't Next time, you'll probably be even less likely to. The only lessening factor was that five others also didn't go. But, God damn. I knew I needed to, to get this out there. I needed to own up to being a coward. And, and that's not what's bothering me. It, it's not bothering me, oh, you didn't go, Why are you afraid? No, I mean, concern about my health, yeah. It wasn't fear. God, what was it? Giving in to the easy way. Maybe that's what it is. Taking the easy way. I knew. And even now I know. Ken, weigh the two heavily. Get away from all the other stuff. Were you brave enough or not brave enough? Would it be fun not? Level the playing field. There's just choice. You get on a raft and go down the Ottawa River with a paddle with a bunch of other people in a wetsuit. Or you stay back. Then you charge your phone and you post a couple of tweets. Oh, fuck, does that ever sound awful? And you make a podcast. And you stay warm and you stay comfortable and you stay relaxed. Which would you really rather be doing? Which, which would you be most comfortable doing? And I chose the comfortable one. And that's the thing that scares me. That's the fucking thing. That's the bitch right there. I took the comfortable route And once you do that It's that scary, shitty, awful goddamn feeling That this is the route I'm going to take for the rest of my life The easy way And I, it's just It's been on my mind so much lately As I think about this What I'm doing here And, and you know the fact that I'm really kind of an imposter I've got the smallest business problem of anybody Although others are just reps of different companies it, it's, That's not an issue but I mean, I had the chance to actually make a living as a as a tour operator. Study tour programs. I had this company I could have made bigger. I could have done something with it. I could have been a contender! Sorry. And I'm trying to weigh all that. I'm just... It's, you know, on any trip like this, even if I'm in a bus full of people, traveling down the highways, I'm still thinking. I'm still reflecting. I'm still digesting. I'm still trying to figure out my life choices and where I am and what what I'm doing with the time that's left yay so, you're just checking in you probably wonder what's that strange noise coming from the tent, I chose this tent it's a lovely isolated spot and uh, I'm just happy to be here so, I don't know if that's going to help me at all, dumping that on you, but uh, I needed to get that off my chest, I really needed to Holding this goddamn paper in my hand. Was it? Am I worried about my heart? I don't know. I don't think so, but it'd be a shitty time to have something go wrong. Oh, God. What would I be feeling? Okay, here I am. I'm sitting in a tent on a rainy day doing a podcast. That's my comfort zone. What would I be feeling right now at this exact moment in time? 15 kilometers down the road into the, into the Ottawa River, sitting in a raft right now, paddling like hell going down. God damn, doesn't that sound like a whole lot more fun? And god damn it, wouldn't that have been the better fucking choice to have made? And god damn it, why the fuck did I give it? I was just right at that wavering point, and it was just this piece of paper. Just that checklist. Just that fucking checklist that was the final straw. The one thing that is at uh-oh. I got issues here. I gotta I gotta talk about this. You know, and it, and had I not gone through this, how would I just signed a waiver? Yeah, sure. Who cares? No problem. I'm sure I would have gone. And this was like a reminder, no Ken. You do yeah, you gotta watch that heart. No Ken, you do have arthritis and bone issues and joint issues and back pain. No Ken, you do have blood high blood pressure. No Ken, you can't swim. You know, it just was this Reminder of all the no's, the negatives, and I let that win. Ah. One thing about the tour I'm enjoying very much most of the people here are French. Everywhere we're going, people are bilingual. French and English, and I love, growing up in Montreal, no matter what, even though I'm I'm an Anglophone through and through in personality and character and don't speak much French, I love to hear it. I love to meet French personalities, French-Canadian personalities. I love to hear people joking and laughing in French. It it really is something that, that does mean something to me. God damn it, the Ottawa River. Only... 60 kilometers away on the other side is where my ancestral roots where the bulls came from from Ireland to settle in Pembroke and here we are all this time later and I had a chance to fucking go out on that river and instead I'm sitting back here with the ladies yeah one other guy <laughs> uh, my listeners what would you have done you fuckers you all probably would have gone on the raft come on again it's fun Alright, not gonna whine anymore, I think I made my point. I needed to get that off my chest. Fuck.